the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. The Bible says that we go from glory to glory. We become more and more like him. As we begin to move forward, as we do, so the refiner looks in our lives. And the more of his reflection that he sees, the, the, the more he knows that we're ready for whatever it is up ahead, right? So, so we need to be going through this, not asking God just to take us up. We need to be going through this process saying, Lord, just, just see me through like I know you will. I know there's purpose in my pain. I know there's purpose in what I'm going through. I know that, that your desire is that I come out on the other side stronger more prepared for whatever it is that you have for me, Lord. So while some of us may feel like, man, I I feel like I'm in the fire right now. Some of you may feel like, well, I feel like I I went through some fire, but finally I've I've come out the other side. And and, and maybe you feel like me a little bit where where I just finally feel like I can breathe. I finally feel like I could take a breath. I can exhale for just a moment, right? I finally feel like I have just peace right now, okay? Well, well let, me, let me tell you, for me, this is the hardest season in my life to continue the pursuit. And, and in fact, this was the season that this motto for me, fight forward. See, the, the word move, it morphed into different things throughout the year. And in this last season, it morphed into fight forward. Well, it morphed into fight forward for me because of that season. Coming out of the fire, feeling like I can exhale, but I'm hearing the Lord say fight forward. Do you understand? It's not just when you're in the fire. It's when you come out of the fire. Are you going to stay desperate for him in that place? Are you going to stay desperate for him? It's easy to be desperate for God when you just need a way out, when you need God and you need Jesus as your Savior. Lord, I'm desperate for you. For me, it's easy to be desperate for him in that season. But are you going to stay desperate for him when you come out of it and things are now going good again? Are you going to say, God, I'm still desperate for you, Lord? Everything that I was doing then, everything that I started, waking up early, getting into your presence, Lord, I'm never going to stop that, Lord. I'm never going to stop my pursuit of you. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep fighting forward. I'm going to keep pursuing you, Jesus, no matter what. It's life or death for me, no matter what. Let me say this to those that maybe can relate to that season. Peacetime is prep time. Peacetime is prep time. I believe this. I believe that the church, the church, the church isn't an audience just to be entertained. 
You are the church. I am the church. We are all, the, not just this church, but the body of Christ. We are the church. We're not just an audience to be entertained. You are an army to be empowered. You're an army to be empowered. Listen, peacetime is prep time. A warrior, a mighty warrior doesn't prepare for battle during battle. Do you receive that? A warrior doesn't prepare for battle right when he's fighting the battle. It's too late. The preparation happens in the time of peace. Peace time is prep time. You know, we don't prepare for the opposition in the face of the opposition. Let me say this. If you've been facing some opposition, if you've been feeling, I have, big time. Been facing opposition. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That means that you're going in the right direction. That means that the enemy is not happy with what is happening in your life. We're going to face some opposition, but listen, we don't prepare to face opposition in the face of opposition. Let me say this. Faith and strength to face the opposition, it isn't found in the face of the opposition. It's developed while you're face down before the Lord. Can I say that again? The faith and the strength to face the opposition, it isn't found in the face of the opposition. It's found while you're face down before the Lord. Do you receive that? Peacetime is prep time. Peacetime is prep time. You know, I'm reminded of um, this past Wednesday, Angela taught Bible study, and it was just amazing, amazing teaching. And she taught just out of the story of David and Goliath. And it's been a while since I've read that story and just reading it again and her teaching it, I was like, wow, there's just so, there's so much more revelation in this thing than I even remember. There's just so much. I mean, you could preach like so many sermons out of that story. It's just so great. Such a great story. Read it. It's in first Samuel somewhere in first Samuel. I don't remember. 17. Peacetime is prep time. As she was teaching it, and as, as, I, as I was just reading through it again, and just seeing the faith of this little shepherd boy, seeing the confidence in this little shepherd boy as he, as he was tending the sheep and his father said, hey, go, go meet your brothers, give them some supplies and whatever, and they're in this battle against the Philistines. And, and we know the story, right? There's this giant Goliath. He's literally a giant. He's like almost 10 feet tall. He's huge. He's coming out and he's just taunting them. He's basically saying like, whoever, like send, send somebody out to fight me. And whoever wins, the other side has to be the slaves of the other side, right? I mean, it was some consequence on the line here, right? And for 40 days, this was happening and everybody was just scared in, in the Israelite army. Everybody was just was scared. And here comes this little shepherd boy, David. And he comes strutting up and he says some things that are just like, man, this dude is, is just, he's got crazy faith, right? He says, like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would dare to stand up to the Lord's chosen army? Like, what? And then, and then he, he goes and he convinces King Saul. Think about that. This little shepherd boy, knowing what's on the line. Slavery is on the line. This little boy convinces the king 
to let him go fight this giant. You ever thought about that? Think about the confidence. Think about the faith that David had to convince the king, knowing the repercussions that would happen. And the king even says, you're just a boy. You can't fight. And David says, no, I've been trained for this. Right? Why? Because peacetime was prep time for David, right? Think about all the years that he was tending to the sheep. And he talks about how, man, there was times where lions and bears would come. And I had to defend. Listen to this. God will have you fight these little battles along the way to prepare you for something big, right? David was fighting these little battles all off by himself, right? Think about this, though. Not only the battles he fought, but think about the time he had with the Lord. Just him and God on his face before the Lord. It was all preparation. It was all strengthening him. Peace time, you guys, is prep time. I love what he says. He goes out to the giant. He says, you come at me with a sword, but I come at you in the name of the living God, whom you are defiling. And then he tells him, I'm about to kill you. I'm about to cut your head off. He tells him what he's about to do. Some of us need to tell the enemy what's going to happen. We got to remind the enemy. And, and, and I'm just saying this today because I feel like we are in a battle, you guys. Yes, we are. We are in a war. Uh-huh. We have to understand that and we have to be prepared yes. to fight. Yes. Because if we just cower in fear, we're just sitting targets. It's time to move forward. Yes. It's time to fight forward. Amen. Yes. Somebody say, I'm fighting forward. I'm fighting forward. So the righteous keep moving forward. And those with clean hands grow stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger. See, it's talking about a progression, stronger and stronger. I'm growing stronger and stronger. As I move forward, I'm growing stronger and stronger as I struggle forward. As I fight forward, I'm growing strong. Why? Because struggle produces strength. Struggle produces strength. How, you know, think about this. You go to you, people that work out and they're trying to build muscle, that you have to do something called resistance training in order to build muscle because struggle, resistance builds muscle. Resistance, the resistance that we're talking about, will build your spiritual muscles, will make you stronger. So don't, when, when, you, when you feel the current of life and the opposition coming, just say, Lord, I know, I know that with you as my strength, I can continue to move forward and face this head on because I'm not alone. I'm not alone. So struggle produces strength. Resistance grows our spiritual muscle who, who maybe has felt some resistance in their life recently or maybe right now you just feel like there's opposition coming at you there's some resistance that is happening you're trying to move forward you're trying to fight for it and you're you're feeling the resistance coming against you well i want to tell you this god will use what is coming against you to build a resolve within you. Let me say that again. God will use what is coming against you to build a resolve. With you. It's all part of his plan. 
God's allowing it. He's allowing it to happen because there's a bigger thing that he sees. Some of us need to just have a different perspective on, on things, right? We've talked about that before. Lord, change my perspective. Elevate my perspective so I can see things for what they really are, right? I know you're developing something in me. That's what James' first chapter talks about. That's what he talks about. Because here's, here's the thing. So God will use what's coming against you to build a resolve within you. We're talking about perseverance now. We're talking about endurance now, right? See, God's desire is this, is that you would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's what the word says. That you would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That's what James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 says. It says that, that, that count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever we go through trials of many kinds, because we know that these trials are developing something within us. They're developing perseverance. It's developing endurance within us. So, so let it happen. Let it happen because his desire is that you would be perfect and complete Lacking nothing. When I think about this, this word perfect, any, anytime you hear the word perfect in the Bible, it's speaking of wholeness. God wants you to be made whole. He wants to make you whole. He wants you to make, why? Because he desires that, that you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have any chinks in your armor, any areas of weakness. You know, when I think about this, that God desires to make you whole. I think back to, to the, the, the Old Testament and, and the cities that, that were fortified, right? And the walls that they had to build around these cities. And, and literally, the, the, the strength of that city was determined of, of the wall that was built around it. Like Nehemiah, Nehemiah, the Lord told him, I want you to rebuild the walls of the city. Because when, when there's not walls around the city or when there's a section of the wall missing, the city is open to attack. It's vulnerable. Yeah. So God, God wants you to be made whole. He doesn't want you to have any chinks in your armor. Why? Because the enemy will always look for an area of weakness in your life to attack. Let's just keep it real right now. The enemy will, oh, the enemy examines you. He walks around your city and examines the wall. He's not stupid. This is warfare we're talking about. This is warfare, spiritual warfare. The enemy will always look for an area of weakness to attack you. That area of weakness is called a foothold. That's why the Bible says, don't give the enemy a foothold. Don't give the enemy a foothold. Why? What is a foothold? Let's look at it from, from a military type of definition. A foothold is this. It's a strategic position from where one can advance. Don't give the enemy a foothold. Don't give him a strategic position in your life from where he can advance from. I said this the other week. Why? Because a foothold can turn into a stronghold. And now we're talking about something completely different. Listen to what the definition of a stronghold is. While a foothold is it's just a strategic position from where one can advance, a stronghold is a fortified place that serves as a base of operations. Don't give the enemy a foothold because a foothold 
can turn into a stronghold, an actual base of operations now. See, for some of us, maybe we've had some compromise in our life, and there's some chinks in our armor, and we know it. Some of us have have not allowed the Lord to to work on us, not allowed the Lord to, to fortify our city, right? And we have some chinks in our armor that maybe have turned into some footholds in your life. And you may be listening today and you may know that, yes, I, I, I have some footholds. Some of you even may say, you know what? They're not just footholds anymore. I have some strongholds in my life. Well, I want you to know that today is the day that we're going to cast down strongholds. We're going to cast down strongholds. The enemy has no place in your life anymore. 2 Corinthians 10, 3, and 4 says this, For though we live in the world, we don't wage war as the world does. The weapons of our warfare are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to tear down, to pull down, to demolish strongholds. Do you believe that? We got to tear down the strongholds that are in our life. We got to tear them down. Listen, I want to give you, as as we're just coming to a close today, I want to give you three powerful weapons, okay? Because it says the weapons of our warfare, they're not the weapon. Well, what are our weapons then, Lord? Well, I encourage you to read Ephesians chapter 6 because it'll tell you about the armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the helmet of salvation, the the shoes of peace. You got to know this stuff, right? Read it. Read it. You got to know this stuff. Okay, I want to talk about three things that we can remember, though, that are that are powerful weapons, because we are in warfare. We are in spiritual warfare. I've felt it in my life over these past few weeks more than I can remember. And you know what? I feel honored almost. I'm serious. I feel honored that the enemy is trying to attack me because, in fact, I feel more empowered because I know where to turn to. I know what I need to be doing in my life. Three things, okay? And they all start with the letter P. Number one, prayer and presence. Prayer and presence. Number two, praise. And number three, promise. Okay, let's look at these a little bit. These, These are powerful weapons that we all have access to, right? that we need to be turning to, that we need to be fighting forward with. First of all, prayer and presence. Now, I say prayer and presence because they're they're both in the same, but they both are a little bit different. Prayer, there is, do you know that prayer is a powerful weapon? That when we come together and when we intercede on behalf of each other, we intercede on behalf of our city, our community, our nation. Do you know that that? That heaven moves when we pray. Prayer is a weapon, you guys. Don't stop praying. Don't stop interceding. There is power in prayer. There's power in prayer. I think about the time where the disciples try to cast out a certain demon out of this boy. They can't do it. And Jesus shows up and he casts out the demon. And they're like, Jesus, what happened? Why couldn't we do it? And he says this. Well, this type only comes out through prayer. Prayer is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. Presence. 
being in the presence of God, prioritize. See, in the presence is where we're made whole. In the presence is where we're, we're strengthened. In the presence is where God really speaks to us and tells us who we are, reminds us who we are. It's in his presence. So prayer and presence is a powerful, powerful weapon. The second one is praise. Do you know that praise is a weapon? Praise is a powerful, when I can say, Lord, no matter what I see, I'm going to give you praise. No matter what it looks like, I'm going to give you praise, God, because you deserve it. You deserve it all. I think about, I think about the Israelites and when they marched around the walls of Jericho, right? You've heard this story. God already told them, number one, that I've already given you the victory. But then he instructs them to, to march around this city. And march around the walls, right? And at just the right time, what does he tell them to do? He says, I want you to blow your trumpets and shout a praise to God. See, their praise was their weapon. Do you know that praise is your weapon? They shout a praise to God and the walls come falling down. And look at what happens. The enemy turns on itself. Do you know you're fighting a battle that is not yours, it's the Lord's? The battle is the Lord's. We say this all the time, that we are fighting from victory. We're not fighting to victory. God, just in that story, told him, I've already given you the victory. Doesn't mean that there's not something that God is calling you to do. But usually it just, it's praise. God, I'm going to just move forward and just praise you and know that the battle is the Lord's. The battle is yours. And you've already won. So I'm already victorious, amen? amen. The scriptures say it not, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit. The battle is the Lord's. It's not by my might, it's not by my power, it's by his spirit. His spirit empowers us. The strength that we need to face today is not our own strength that we have to muster up. It's the Lord's strength that he gives us. It's his spirit that's living within us. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Do you believe that? It's living in you? Praise is your weapon. Praise is your weapon. And the last one is this. It's promise. Promise. Now, when I say promise, I'm talking about the word of God and the promises of God. The promise that God has already spoken over your life. And this is how we're going to finish out today. I'm going to just declare some of these promises over you. Because, you guys, we are in warfare. And I know that may sound scary, but it doesn't have to be scary. You just have to know the promises of God. You just have to know where to turn to. You just have to understand. But I want you to know that, that we are in a battle, you guys. We have to fight forward. We have to continue to move forward at all costs. Yes. At all costs. Say it, say it, say it. So the promise of God. What are some of the promises of God? That no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. Amen. That if God is for you, who could ever be against you? Yes. I mean, that, that one alone. If God is for you, who could ever be against you? God is for you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is found and revealed in Christ Jesus. Do you realize that? Nothing, nothing, no power of hell, nothing can separate you 
from his love. Your steps are ordered by God. Your steps are ordered by God. He causes all things to work together for your good. All things. God is in your tomorrow already. He's in your next week already. Some of you have some anxiety in your life because there's some things coming up. I want you to know that God is already there. He's already worked it out. He causes all things to work together for your good. The Lord is your strength and your shield. He is your refuge and he's your strength. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. He's your fortress. He's your shelter. He's your high tower. The gates of hell cannot stand against you. You are Christ's ambassadors. You're a chosen people. You're a royal priest. You're a holy nation. You're God's own possession. Somebody say that I'm God's own possession. The last one that I want to say, and there's so many more, we could stay here all day, but is this. You have been given authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall hurt you. Let me say that again. You have been given authority. Somebody say authority. To trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall hurt you. Somebody say, I have authority. Somebody say, I'm fighting forward. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's all stand together today in this place. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.